Ladies and gents, uh, welcome back to another podcast with engineers. Uh, we've got Juan Calderon, who is uh, CTO or VP of Engineering uh, down at Payflow. Um, he's going to give us some really interesting insights into who Payflow are as a business and uh, what they're trying to adopt for the gig economy. So, Juan, nice to meet you. How are you? Great. Thank you for having me. Yes, as, as, as you mentioned, I am a VP of Engineering at Payflow, and I have joined the company fairly recently for, for about three months already to help the company scale the team and also the products that we're offering to our, to our customers. Indeed. Enjoying yourself so far? Yes, uh, it definitely made a great call when switching jobs. Previously to Payflow, actually, I was working as a director of engineering for Travelberg. The listener might know or not Travelberg, but this is a, one of the latest Spanish unicorns uh, related to travel management, actually. And I was there with them when they were 20 engineers, 25, I think. And now there are 100 plus engineers. And I'm happy to have been part of that growth and to help them in any way that I could to, to scale also their operations and their teams. Okay. But overall, so, in Payflow, super happy, yeah. Good. So n- new challenges. What, what's the vision of, of Payflow and help us understand the core business yeah. of who Payflow are? Yes. Uh, Payflow basically right now is in the business of earned wage access. And we provide our customers with a mobile application that allows to access the salary and demand for the employees, right? So we offer them the possibility to have access to their money in real time. So if you have worked 10 days of the month, why do you have to wait for the for the, the 30 to, to get your money? You can get it instantly if you have any, any need, right? Why do we do this? Because today, as you might know, the world works on demand. So you want to watch a movie, you have Netflix, you have HBO, yeah. you do it instantly, right? You want to have some dinner and don't will it to go outside, you go global, Uber Eats, et cetera, immediately, right? Yeah. You want to ride somewhere, you have Uber, Cabify, et cetera. So we want to allow the possibility to the employees on something that has been there for ages, decades of earning every month. We want to allow you to earn in real time, whenever you have accumulated the money, you can take it out. The, now, now you call it on demand. That really simplifies it for me. And you're right. You know, we spoke a little bit about offline um, with regards to food tech or food delivery or super apps, if you like. How mm-hmm. how easily accessible all of the products and services are. What mm-hmm. what do you think has been the blocker? for that over uh, or let's just call it on on-demand payments what do you think's been that blocker for people to to do this maybe i don't know five years ago 10 years yes. ago or even longer probably not longer because of technology limitations exactly well as you mentioned one of the blockers is technology limitation we we had to have first an ecosystem that allows to do this Easily, at least for engineers, for companies, and, and to build a product that is easier and not have to have all of the blockers or the limitations or restrictions that you have when you have to deal with money, right? That's one of the things. Technology was a limitation. The second part is that uh, 
the industry has changed before um there was not such a focus there was but not as right now there was not such a focus on employee satisfaction caring more for our employees mm -hmm. so it was okay to pay them every month to pay us every month but now this becomes even more a uh, talent attraction retention and yeah. it's important for depending on the target group to be enabled to access to to your salary whenever you need to right you might be earning uh, for example if you're a rider low we're talking about delivery etc you might be having a low low yearly wage and you might have some urgent urgent on your matter that you need 100 200 euros 300 euros why do you need to wait uh, until the end of the month to access that when you already have it accumulated right yeah. um that's one thing the customers and the focus that we have now on employees is more important than ever you may may have seen in linkedin and other networks about mental health benefits of the employee and everything related to caring for your for your employees because they are basically the power of your company they are what makes your company that has been another blocker and the third one i would say in terms of blockers is um the the companies also have the blocker of 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 logistics right so if they allow their employees to hey ask me whenever you want the money then you will have to scale your hr department etc because nobody was providing it, right nobody thought that it was important and, and and one of the reasons was because of logistics right if you allow everybody to to do this then you will have probably one two three person handling this manually because there was no technology also hey uh, juan has asked me 100 euros today and tomorrow 200 and tomorrow so i have to calculate manually make the transfer go to the bank blah blah etc and, and make the yeah. transfer so that was also a block okay makes complete sense now now that we've removed the technology barrier i know we've got some things to talk around in terms of architectures and payment rails the payment rails part might actually coincide with my question but help me understand how we've been able to unlock technology to make something like this happen or this transaction happen between employee and employer sorry yes employee and employer Yes. So the way that we have managed to tackle this technology speaking is thanks again to the technology improvements and also something that has benefited a lot of payflow and the fintech ecosystem is the rise of the neo banks, the different ways that we're handling transactions and monetary wise process, although compliance with regulations are easier to achieve. So, and there are players out there that whose sole business is to power other fintechs so yep. in our case of payflow we have been able to actually partner with some providers that allows us to make this kind of payments following the regulations everything that needs to happen in order to be secure and then this allows us to be let's say in the middle between the employee and the employer so that the money is flowing and then we are able to provide the, the money to 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 the employees and then we with technology and with our processes and our third parties even with the employees, we talk to them and we are able to tell them, hey, this is the amount of money that the employee has requested. So you have to deduct this from the from the payroll, et cetera. And all this happens automatically and painlessly yeah. to the to the employers, to the employers. Great. So uh, I did see over the last few weeks and months a funding round, a pretty impressive yes. funding round. So 
you're, you're obviously quite current and prevalent in Spain. Uh, help yes. us understand the, the wider picture where you're allowed to share with us the, exactly. the wider picture and what the growth might look like. Exactly. So first, in terms of Spain, as you mentioned, we have already a presence here. We have been two years in the market. We have been successful in acquiring 200 happy clients, actually already 200 companies that are working with us. More than 100K employees already in our pool are able to use our services. And we saw that there was a fit, there was a need, and Payflow always wanted to think broadly, not only be in one market, because the need is worldwide. Yeah. Employees are everywhere in the world, and everywhere in the world, you might have needs for on the salary and demand. And then we decided to check the market, and now we have operations. This I'm allowed to share, and we have operations in Colombia. Part of the, part of the founding round that you mentioned is to help us scale our product improve our business elsewhere than Spain. And we're doing that in Colombia. We're actually being successful. The market fit is tremendous. We're really? super happy to see that companies in Colombia are super happy and, and willing to prove our product and to give access to their employees with this. It's, it's super impressive to see how Latin, how Latin, I mean, in this case, Colombia has also changed the mentality, more, more focus and more interest to, to their employees. And it's going well, actually. So this is how we're scaling right now in Colombia. And yeah. Great. Okay. Uh, what does that mean for you, scaling the technology operation and and some of the engineering challenges that might come with that? Exactly. So when you go global, there is a lot of challenges in yeah. technology. And you can have them in any kind of business. But in this particular business that we're in that involves regulation, banking, uh, employees, uh, payroll software, et cetera, you have additional challenges because think of us in Payflow that when we build a product, we were, as anyone, as any startup, you always think to kill it in the market, right? To make it as best possible for the market that you're targeting in yeah. our market was Spain. So you build your product tailored to Spain, but now we prove that it works. We did some pilots in Colombia, it worked, and now we're going serious on Colombia and the rest of the world, the rest of the world. The technology challenge is that you have to adapt the decisions that you took for one country to the rest. And what you need to do in terms of compliance, regulation, data protection, et cetera, in Spain, it's not the same as in Colombia. It's not gonna be the same, I'm making it up. It's not gonna be the same in Brazil, in the US, in whatever, whatever we decide to land, right? This makes it very, very challenging in technology to transform a platform that was built for one country to be multi-tenant or multi-country because there are many different options to, to do this, right? Um, and in Payflow, we are adopting the option to, to have a, a global platform with components that can be plugged in into, into our system. This is the actual challenge to build a platform whose core allows you to plug in functionality. And this is our, our main technology challenge to be able to support this kind of plug and play functionality from different territories, actually, because Colombia has some stuff, some software that nobody else uses in the rest of the world and Brazil, whoever has totally different. So building something like this is, is complex. It is not like dropping the Netflix, for example, Netflix, you go there you have the streaming service and it's the same everywhere in the world. 
It's personalized, yeah. of course, definitely. I have to give you that. It's personalized to the user, but the platform, the everything else is generic, right? Yeah. In our case, we have to tailor to every country, and that puts a lot of tremendous technology challenges. The, that's a really interesting point that you make because we'd done a pod recently uh, with a company called Algolia and mm -hmm. reusability of components within the business or reusability of some of their infrastructure components. I can imagine there's large elements of, of what is reusable in your stack mm -hmm. that you've already built for Spain, but I can imagine just quite high level the compliance and regulation challenges in the software that Colombia might be using, very different to Spain, and I don't know what the plans are, but Brazil, other countries, it's probably 80% of what can be reusable, and then it's understanding what is so specific to each of those countries, exactly. employees, banking systems. So I bet there's some challenges. Exactly. Indeed, those are the challenges. Just for example, to put a bit more examples, Payflow needs to integrate with HR system, right? As I mentioned in the beginning, we make the life easier of the employers also, right? We have to talk automatically to their payroll system so that they know that employee ABCD has made some access to their salary. And that means that we have to integrate with those systems. Some systems like those are only present in Spain, are only are unique in Spain, are unique in in Colombia or whatever, you don't have a Netflix of HR. There are some, but sometimes yeah. companies use their own stuff or even manual labor that you have to build something for them specifically, right? Uh, but there are some components that can be reused. For example, I can give you some clear example. Yeah. In Payflow, you need to authenticate users, right? Authentication, yeah. authorization, and all that kind of stuff is generic. A user is a user that has some configurations per territory, but it's still the core is to be able to log in, to have the permissions, to be able to use the app. All those things are shared. So we're trying to build those also. Cool. Okay. Help us understand a little bit more about the technology landscape and, mm -hmm. uh, and why you've gone with certain technologies and what their use cases are. Exactly. So at uh, the but I need to explain the birth of Payflow also in terms of technologies to understand where we are and why we chose yeah, this please. and why we're sticking and why we're sticking to that. So when Payflow was built as an idea, it was a very small team as usual as any other company. And what we wanted is to be delivering value to the user, improving our, our idea as fast as possible. That meant that we had to decide what technologies could support a small team making an impact on the web application, on the app itself, on yep. the services. And we saw that there is a technology for us that fitted everything. And that technology, in the case of Payflow, is JavaScript, TypeScript, and Node.js technologies and yep. frameworks. Why we decided to do this? Because with a couple of engineers that have enough expertise, we could build the APIs, the endpoints that power our app and our web application, but even with JavaScript, TypeScript, and some frameworks, we can even build the app. So we didn't have to uh, invest time or money into specialists building native Android application or native iOS application. With JavaScript, we can have hybrid technologies that allows us also to build the app. That's one thing on the decision. The second part is that we wanted, and we still want our engineers to be able to have an impact throughout the our technology ecosystem. And if you know Node.js, TypeScript, and JavaScript, 
up to a certain level, you can contribute anywhere in our code base. So if you're an engineer that is working on Payflow, you can contribute to our web, to our APIs, or to our even to our app, if you are willing to do that and learn a bit about what is hybrid technologies and hybrid mobile applications, right? And that's what we chose in technologies. I know that there are other technologies that allows you to build also microservices, et cetera, which are Golang, Java, uh, Python, et cetera. But in our case, given the speed to market that we needed and the conscious decision to be able to have a homogeneous ecosystem, we decided to go with this that allows us to have everything. I can imagine as well, building something for speed, Mm -hmm. which I think the JS ecosystem really does that quite well. And it's end to end in in a lot of capacities. I can imagine speed in, in your product and in your market getting something into the customer's hands for feedback straight away is really key. And and exactly. building in an agile fashion is really, really key. It, it, it is super important. Uh, it, it has helped us actually to to be less than two years as a company and have already 200 clients in Spain because it allows us to build a product from an idea super quick and quick in terms of handling financial transactions, right? Because when you're doing a product with with, with payments involved, you have to be super careful about, about the regulation security that you put in place, et cetera. Yeah. And this has been a massive achievement thanks to the decision that we took in the beginning, which I totally support. Good. Going global always has its challenges. Uh, I've, I've worked and seen a number of brands go global and, and learn a little bit more about what happens on the infrastructure side of things. Uh, help us understand what happens on on an infrastructure side of things uh, at Payflow and maybe why you took some of those decisions as well. There's a lot of products mm-hmm. available on the market. Yes. When we were thinking about the infrastructure of Payflow, again, we were thinking in Spain and we decided to go with the most known provider of infrastructure as a service, which is AWS. And when we were building on technologies, we decided to, to use containers because everybody nowadays in, in, in the engineers that, they, that you can hire in the future are already knowledgeable about the containers technologies. In a particular case, uh, we are using AWS DCS containers. What are the advantages of this is that we can use this technology to deploy anywhere that we want in within the AWS infrastructure, right? That has different regions, different countries that you're available. And that already, even though we thought about Spain, that already allows us to be in Colombia, close to Colombia, and deploy the systems close to Colombia, which in, in case of AWS, I think is Brazil, or I don't remember if they have other regions, but we're closer to them than going from Colombia to to, to the network cables to, to, to Europe, right? Um, and that's why we chose this this provider and this this technology that allows us to rapidly deploy something into, into, the, into the AWS ecosystem. Well, whenever I think payments, I instantly think scale challenges. I instantly think, you know, we touch on some availability and resiliency components there just in terms of um, AWS being based over in Brazil, and that probably allows for um, Colombia to host your services. But help me understand a little bit more about the, the scalability aspect and and how you're thinking about that from obviously Spain to get to where you are has been a phenomenal job. Now scaling out to Colombia, and I'm sure more in the pipeline. How are you thinking about that internally in the business? And what does that really mean for the impacts on technology? 
So in terms of scaling the company to go global, the first thing, and this is no secret, that's why I can share, the first thing that we do is that we investigate the country that we want, where we want to land, we test the idea, pitch to potential clients, etc. And then we make a plan on how to go to market. It's usually called the go-to-market plan, and then we decide, okay, a one minimum number of people we need to run the business there, and then you have to start hiring your country manager, and then your business developer, salespeople, support, etc. And that's an exercise that we have done successfully, actually, in Colombia. I'm actually quite impressed to see how fast we have deployed into Colombia and how fast we are acquiring users, because I didn't mention that before, before Travel Parker was working in a different company called Adevinta, and they have yep. a global operation. Adevinta is the owner of many marketplace sites. Yep. In, in Spain, for example, they have Autocasa, et cetera, and they have a global operation, right? And they have local teams running the local operations, but they report to the, to the central offices and work with the central offices, but they deploy locally. And that's what, something that we also have done in Payflow because we know that it works, but you have to plan it properly and make your, make a proper go-to-market plan with the timings. First, we have these people, then we hire, then we train them, and then we start getting into customers. So that's how we plan to scale globally in terms of the operations. And, but in terms of technology, as I mentioned, scalability and resiliency is super important for us, but our system is already prepared to handle as much as we want in terms of traffic or users. But there is a, quite a distinction that I would like to make here. The services that we provide currently are not as heavy on your infrastructure as you would have in a Netflix or in even a marketplace where you have hundreds of thousands of users. You have, we have 100K users. We might have a million users, but the pro, I would actually be happy to have that problem. But having 100K users at the same time or at the same minute Accessing the money could be an issue, but I would really happy. I would be really happy to have that issue, but it's not, it's not that amount of, of, of load that it will put into your system. So yeah. with the current strategy that we have, we are okay to support this. Um, there is a key point here that our third party providers or our partners actually with payments are the ones that are massive and they are prepared to handle millions of users and millions of tax sanctions. So we just have to Good. make sure that we handle it and they will handle it too. Uh, I can even imagine just as I familiarize myself with with what you're building at Payflow, I can even imagine some of the challenges sit on um, the, the user side, you know, being able to access your money, your money comfortably, performant, seamlessly, I can imagine that's something that you're putting real special focus on because that's going to get you returning users, returning businesses, right? It sounds mm -hmm. as if infrastructure is widely covered from yourselves and other payment providers, but I think actually accessing that from a customer experience point of view, but also a, now I think about it, a HR experience point of view, both of those probably seem as if they are the core focuses of where you need to tackle problems if there are problems to tackle. Indeed, actually for us, customer experience is a key point in our, in our, in our strategy. Be making customer happy, they, it will mean that we have returning users 
and even more revenue because we happy users are always the key point in your system, right? Uh, and for that matter, actually, Playflow also has invested into hiring our wonderful head of product that we have right now and also our user experience and, and designer that is now conducting user research, et cetera, to improve the application that we have right now and to improve the part of the HR operators, which is the, the back office that we provide to them, right? So that we want for them to be super happy with their products. And that's something that we also have invested not only in technology, but also on the product part. We're also investing right now. Nice. Okay. Um, if you're able to share with us any details about the, the coming year, I don't necessarily want to put you in a position where mm-hmm. it coincides with um, what other people might learn about pay flow, competitors, mm-hmm. things like that. But what are our audience able to learn a little bit about pay flow? Yeah. If anything, listening to you, there's going to be some interesting challenges, but what can people glean from you or the business? Yes. So in a summary, I can first enumerate the things that we're providing and that we're improving. As I mentioned, Payflow provides with earned wage access, but we also have in our product the objective to educate even more to the users or to provide the financial education if they want to with our application because they have a section in our app that they can access a lot of modules and learning about financial, how to invest, how to save money, blah, 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 being being wary of financials, what to spend and what not to spend, what is a, what is an asset, what is a liability, et cetera, to give this access that you, you don't usually have at school, right? So this is super important for us to yeah. have an impact on the users, not only in the money that they can get, but also in their financial education. And the third product that we have is even a savings, a virtual piggy bank where users can put some objectives, say, hey, I'm earning this amount per month. I'm earning this amount per year. I want to have a trip to, to somewhere, um, to, to an island. Well, this is going to cost me 2,000 euros. Okay. I put this objective and every month, every, every week, it's going to go to, to your piggy bank, right? So this is a product that we have and that we're improving. In terms of what is coming next, what I can say is that Payflow is in the business of making the employees' life easier in terms of financials and more stuff. So within the ecosystem of benefits for employees, there is a lot of things that we can do, not only in Spain and in Colombia, but around the world. Every country, most of the countries, if not all, have regulations, laws, that allows you as an employee to provide more benefit to, to the employees, right? As an employer, sorry. As an employer, you have benefits to provide to your employees. We want to tap into that power, right? And there is some interesting benefits that Spain allows to employees that we want to, that we want to take the, the best out of it and provide to them. If there is a benefit A, we would like to provide them. If there's benefit B, we would like to provide them. So, our objective and objective is the benefit of the employee. Earn wage access is one. Personal finance and improvement of your knowledge is another. Being able to save money thanks to thanks to having this objective is another. Accessing this benefit that regulations provide you or countries provide you is another. Um, in the fintech ecosystem, there is a lot of things that you can do to, to the user. Yeah. Uh, possibilities are limitless, to be honest. This is something that we consider as a business. What is our next thing to provide this impact to the users? In the end, it's about the impact that we, we will have on our employees because impacts on the employees 
means happy users and happy user means more revenue for us in the end of the business. And we also would like to, to make the revenue, right? But yeah, it comes. If you have a happy customers, it comes. The best <laughs> learnings that I got from Travel Perk is that happy customers come back and the business grows. Yeah. Centralizing financial ownership is is how I thought of it as you were describing those two ideas um, kicking off after that question. So uh, where people can actually save uh, through the app. Uh, I think there's some really nice products and features that you could probably add to it. We won't go into those because I know mm -hmm. obviously you've got some ideas around what you want to do with the business that you want to keep internal, which mm -hmm. I completely agree and respect. But uh, I'm I'm interested to see how this year develops i'll be keeping a close eye on where you expand to and how you mm -hmm. continue to work on building the app so exactly. i'll no doubt be I, do can in. Tell, I do can tell you an spoiler we're working on a new totally new product i mentioned that we are working on that we have three products that we're improving our product constantly evolves and improves the ones that we have but we're working on a totally new product that okay. will be launched in spain Right. Okay. So we expect to have this, I would say in Q3, the beginning of Q3, we should have launch and we will do, of course, a big announcement and we will uh, have our uh, beta tester, et cetera, before the beginning of Q3. Um, so in Spain, and then if we see that there is a massive acceptance, we will explore if it makes sense to launch it in Colombia, for example. Cool. Okay. For for people listening, and we've got a large European follower base, mm -hmm. um, London, Amsterdam, Barcelona, Madrid, Germany, uh, help us understand a little bit more about what might come from a, a hiring perspective over the course of this year. If you're building things for Q3, great. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you're doing on the hiring side in terms of tech or in terms of product if people are listening and yeah. what? Exactly. That is a great point. Indeed, one of the things that I joined Payflow for was to help them grow and scale the teams because we had we have a big ambitions for 2022 and 2023, which is what the Series A provides you, right? Um, with that comes hiring. Um, we already have hired four engineers in our team. Our team is relatively small, to be very honest, compared to what I was used to in Travel Park or what I was used to in Adavinta. Our team is nine engineers plus myself and the head of product and the designer and the quality assurance engineer. But we are expecting to hire three more engineers that are currently in the pipeline. So listeners out there, just check LinkedIn Payflow because we're hiring backend engineers, front-end engineers. And... And another senior software, senior software engineers. That is for Q2, right? The objective is to have them for Q2. Then with the H2 uh, strategy and objectives and roadmap, we will analyze it and we definitely most likely say, hey, for this objective, a team of nine plus two, a team of 12 is not going to be enough. We're going to need X amount of engineers. So I expect by the end of 2022 to have grown more than more than what we currently have, right? So this is how Payflow is going to evolve, which comes with a totally different set of challenges, people challenges, organization, et cetera, because it is not the same to have a, a team of nine than a team of 20, right? And a lot of dynamics changes. You have to split in. You have to start thinking about 
who owns what, et cetera, to make sure that they are autonomous and capable of delivering their product uh, totally independent, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll do another follow-up piece early next year and see what you're up to. Where When you've Thank grown you. from 9 to 20 or beyond, we'll, we'll see where you're at. In terms of skill sets and in terms mm-hmm. of logistics, if you like, uh, what are you looking for in terms of skills, if any? What are you looking for in terms of logistics? As in, what I mean by remote or Barcelona-based, help us understand that landscape. Yes. So I will go with the first one, which is the easiest with, with the easiest one, not the first one, with the easiest one for us to explain at least. In terms of logistic, uh Payflow already is a company that is embracing flexibility and remote work. Yeah. We are remote first in a way, at least in the engineering team, because we have uh, engineers that are working from Russia, from Ukraine, and okay. from Spain, from other cities that is Barcelona. Uh I have to also say that part of our biggest team is in Barcelona, right? So we are still focusing on Spain, looking for engineers that are willing to work from Madrid, from Barcelona, from another city, and from time to time, get to meet each other, right? Because we believe that uh, sometimes meetings that matter happen in person, right? Um, But we are also open to the opportunity to hire people from whatever country that fits our, our requirement. And now what are are our requirements or what are the basic things that we're looking for, right? The first thing, and this is something that I think it needs to be explained, given that we're a company that wants to have an impact as fast as possible, we are right now looking for engineers that have professional expertise on the technologies that I mentioned, on OJS, JavaScript, TypeScript. We are not right now in the stage as a company to hire generalists, right? Generalists, I mean people that know Python, PHP, yep. Java, etc. that with one, two, three months, we learn and be proficient in, in our technologies, right? Sadly, I have to say, we don't have the luxury to have engineers have three months um, being comfortable and learning the new technology that we use, right? Or the ecosystem that we use, right? Yeah. I hope, and I have seen it in the past, in the future, when you're mature, you can have this and you have a special program that gets engineers that know nothing about JavaScript, TypeScript, or whatever language, and in one, two, three months, they're ready. And that's fine. We can invest in that. But Payflow is not in that moment right now. That's why our requirements are to have a professional experience or knowledge about our, our technology stack, and then, of course, our hiring process, which consists of different phases. Cool. Okay. Before we wrap up, is there anything, anything else that we've missed that you're particularly keen to share? I think we've covered... Some really nice parts in terms of the core business. I think the audience will be able to get a lot from who Payflow are and what your mission is. Some technology challenges around going global. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that we've missed? Um, yeah, something that I would like to point out that at least in the product engineering team, we are a fairly young organization, but we are a very multinational organization in product engineering. We have my engineers. And the product manager and the, and the product, they had a product, sorry, and the designer are from different nationalities. I am from Ecuador. I have engineers from Spain. Uh, the, the head of product is from Lebanon. We have people from Poland, from Canada, from Portugal and Argentina. So our organization, okay. as you might have expected, is already worldwide, right? And that adds a lot of value because you have different perspectives, different ways of solving problems, different ways of thinking that allows you to overcome problems 
faster than when you have uh, only one one pool of people in, from one one nationality. Okay. Yeah, I bet, especially um, with the expansion that you're thinking about as well. Exactly. 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 Um, it is super. It is. It has a lot of payoff to to have uh, to have very diverse people in, in your team, and that is happening to us in product engineering. And what else um, I like to mention about the the team? No, as I, as I said, the, the main challenge right now is to build our product, the new functionality that we expect to have in Q3, uh, and building the team, continue hiring, which is the three new profiles that we have. Um, but especially engineers that join Painflow will handle a lot of challenges that come with the growth, right? When you pass from seed rounds or early stages to a more established company with Series A, Series B, then when, when things get totally interesting, and the early that you come in, the bigger impact that you will have immediately, right? You will always have an impact in a company as an engineer. But if you arrive early, you see your impact super fast, every yeah. two weeks, every sprint, everything that you do has a huge impact throughout the entire company versus going into a more established company. Your impact will always be there, but you will see it in a month, two, three months, or sometimes in a year when you're doing something that you have resolved over a year. So if you're an engineer that are looking for immediate impact, uh, companies like Payflow or others are the best place to go. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the full visibility of what you're building as well. At, at a young age, you have full visibility on what's happening. might be a little bit cliche, but end-to-end or an end-to-end cycle. Exactly. So you under, I, I think you understand because collaboration is so there, you understand what's happening in and around you. Whereas if you're in larger teams, I can imagine that's segmented off a little bit more. Exactly. Uh, and I think exactly. uh, I think the social mission cause is actually a great point. For people listening, that there is such a good social mission that's here that introduces so much for employees at businesses to be able to, yes, receive funds, but we spoke about the mental health part, which is so prevalent that, in today's day and age, and something like this does contribute to it massively. I think pay for you have less worries. Need that? Yeah, of course you do. That's natural. So there's a social mission. There's really interesting technology ta- challenges. You've got Juan at the helm, um, who's obviously going to steer the business in the right way, and has done that at Travel Perk and Adavinta. So if you are listening. And you're interested in what these guys and girls are doing and building and want to join a multinational team. Click on some of the links below or click on Juan's LinkedIn page, check him out, drop him a message and come and talk to these guys and girls. Juan, massive thanks. Massive thanks for joining us. Pleasure. Uh, I'll be checking in later this year or earlier next year um, to seeing where you're up to. And I'll be following the business and seeing where you're deploying and what you're doing, especially Q3. Exactly. Super exciting time for us in Q3. Good. Thank um, thanks all for listening. Uh, a like, share, repost, share with your friends is always massively appreciated. Peace and love. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Guys, thanks for watching this episode. Uh, Massively appreciate you listening and checking in with us. If you want to find out more about us and what we're doing, please check us out on social media. What we're trying to do at Engineers is build a community to drive knowledge sharing and experiences 
on Twitter, we can be found uh, engineers.io. It's no underscore. We've also got a website, which is engineers.io. These links will all be posted in the description. Any feedback and comments are massively appreciated. We're always looking to improve on where we can. Thanks, guys.